0: Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com.
1: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at FantasyFootball at CBSi.com. Here we go! Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and him.
0: Welcome to the show. It is Thursday, September 5th. Bears 21 Packers, 16. What do you think? What do you think? I can see something like that happening. So if
2: it's 21-16, presumably that's three field goals and no. one touchdown no. for the Packers. And so I
3: no. just, I'm just curious. No.
0: no, we got a missed extra point. Missed extra point. So
3: two touchdowns for the Packers. The yeah. Packers are going to miss an extra
0: yeah, point. That's right. That's right. Not the Bears. Oh, Bears I almost feel like
3: it, I think it's possible that the game could be tied. Bears line up for a field goal and they nail it and they uh, extol all the problems that they had last year with their field goal kicking and Eddie Pinero rides off into the sunset and the Bears win by three.
2: I'm curious, will one of those two Packers touchdowns be the first Aaron Rodgers touchdown pass in Chicago since the Obama administration? Is that right? That is correct.
0: Wow. No, actually and you guys are wrong about one thing. I actually have seven field goals for Eddie Pinero and the uh and the oh. and the Bears. Seven field goals. So big day for him. Uh, Welcome to the show. It's our first start or sit show of the season. I should really say episode after start or sit because it's just too many S's and SH's together. And it's very dangerous. I make that mistake too often. Uh, All right. So the big overall question. Jamie, I'm going to throw it to you. It's week one. Start your studs basically across the board or play the matchups or a combination of both. Like what's your week one philosophy?
4: I think it's dependent on what's available to you to replace your studs if you can do it. So if you have quality options and players that you like, then you can get away from the guys that you drafted to be expected starters for you. Like, Give me some examples of some studs. I, you I'll give you say. an example that I'm doing myself. I'm playing Phillip Rivers over Aaron Rodgers.
0: Ooh, now, you know what I would ask you, right, is why do you have a second quarterback if you have Aaron Rodgers?
4: Um, I did not draft a second quarterback. I picked him up off waivers.
0: Okay. Okay. Excellent. Um, You guys have anything to add to that in terms of it's week one? Because Dave and I, uh, you know, mildly argued about this on on HQ. Because I think a lot of people are going to go in there, look, I drafted these guys to be starters. They're starting. And I'm sort of going to take the approach like that's mostly what I'm going to do. But at the same time, why am I going to treat week one differently than I treat week eight? I'll play matchups when I feel really confident. His defense has changed, obviously, year to year. But when I feel really confident in evaluating a defense, I'll play the matchups a little bit. How about you guys, Dave Dave Heath?
2: You have to know yourself. Um, I tweeted about this yesterday and trying to explain that my rankings for week one are not influenced by where you drafted your players. It's a, a list of the number of fantasy points that I think they're going to score. And personally, I don't have that... Man, I'm going to feel dumb if I start Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers is better. No, I would feel dumb for starting the guy that I didn't think was going to score as many points. So, But I understand also that some people do not feel that way. And especially at quarterback. Like we told you all preseason, there are 18, 19, Jamie might have said 25 at one point. 35. <laughs> quarterbacks that I'm fine starting on a weekly basis. So you should not look at quarterback rank, rankings and say, oh, no, he's ranked 16th. They think he's terrible. No, there's just that many good quarterbacks.
3: Right, and I think the don't-get-cute comment that you are basically referring to, Adam, applies more to the other players besides quarterback. I think it applies to running back, receiver, tight end, to a degree. Um, But quarterback, the move Jamie's making, I agree 100%. I think Drew Brees, who we all were... Very, very hesitant to draft. I think he's got a great chance to have a big game in Week 1.
0: Who? Drew Brees?
3: Drew Brees. Oh, my God. Yeah, huge. And Lamar Jackson was somebody I've got him on one of my teams. And you know that I didn't think he was a top-12 quarterback coming into the year. He's top six for me this week. And I'm still the low guy on Lamar Jackson on this podcast, but I see the very, very good in him. And I don't think it's too cute to start him over Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Jameis, Jared Goff,
2: He's ahead of all those guys. But mm-hmm. you but again, you might have taken Damian Williams in the second or third round. You might be staring at a team where you have Damian Williams and you have Tevin Coleman, Duke Johnson, Austin Eckler, and you might actually be looking at benching your second round pick for someone you took in the seventh. Aaron Jones, are. same
3: thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see it with Jones. I don't see it with Damian Williams.
0: All right, well, that game—that game's coming up today, uh, Kansas City. We, we previewed Green Bay-Chicago yesterday. Today we're doing the rest of the AFC home games, plus Monday Night Football, which includes one AFC home game, but also Houston at New Orleans. And speaking of that Houston at New Orleans game, it's one of the last ones we're going to talk about, but Drew Brees, in his last five seasons, he has had eight primetime home games, which, by the way, I think it's a little unfair. He shouldn't get that many. Um, he has scored 26 or more fantasy points in six uh, six in six-point per passing touchdown league, Excuse me, twenty-six or more fantasy points in seven of those eight games. He scored thirty or more fantasy points in five of those eight games, and the Houston defense statistically wasn't bad last year. They had one of the easiest schedules in football. They don't have Clowney, so yeah, love and Drew. Everybody loved Drew Brees this week, or I'm not crazy, right? Absolutely.
2: Uh, yeah, I. I- I've got him ranked much higher than I had him ranked for the season. One thing I love about the Saints in that game, and it keeps going up, they have the highest implied point total, according to Vegas, uh, the only team at 30 points or more this week.
0: Okay. Game you're looking forward to this week from an NFL perspective? Lions-Cardinals. I think you're telling the truth there, aren't you? Yes. I am, yeah. I can see that. Okay. Heath, Jamie? Uh, Chiefs-Jaguars. Yeah. There's a lot of them.
3: There's
2: a lot of really interesting. I I'm intrigued by Dolphins Ravens. I mm, I don't know. I if really the, am. Like I I think for me it has to be Rams Panthers. Like how many touches does Gurley get is the Curtis Samuel Helium No wait. wait, wait. you're answering so, the wrong
0: question. You're answering the wrong question. That's right. my next question. That's fantasy perspective. I'm talking NFL perspective.
3: No. I don't think there's a <laughs> wrong answer to the NFL perspective question, Adam. You're like, asking us like, what game don't we want to Todd see the you think Todd
0: Gurley's
2: usage is relevant to the NFL?
0: I just think you're you're getting ahead of yourself. You're answering the second question. My answer is Bears Packers. I like, can't wait for tonight's game. Just yeah, can't I, wait. I I can't separate. Oh, I fine. mean, I,
3: I can't wait for all these games. It's football. It's back. I'm even Titans Browns. I'm
0: that, Me too. For. All right, game you're looking forward to from a fantasy perspective, uh, to Jamie, the Jamie,
4: uh, the one he said. Yeah, I, I want to see Tucker. Same. Okay. And Cooper Cup. Want to see him back.
0: You know what's For me, uh, Jets Bills. Pretty interested in the backfields there, mostly the Bills. Gross. And, I want to see the uh, quarterbacks too. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot there.
2: Right. I, I'll say. I'll say. Uh, 49ers, Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's got shootout up potential.
0: That's got B word potential. Don't and do it. <laughs> pick the Chiefs to win
2: the Super Bowl already. You've ruined enough things for one season. Didn't? Would you guys confirm this? Season <laughs> hasn't started Did, yet, and he's ruined. Didn't things Adam things. already, like a month ago, pick the Falcons to win the Super Bowl?
3: Pretty sure he's
4: picked remember. like four teams to win the Super Bowl. I will say though, his bonanzas were pretty incredible last year.
0: Hey, thank you. Uh, we haven't, we haven't. I like, I pretty much know that Saints Texans is gonna be the bonanza week one, but uh, we have to set some ground rules for the bonanza. If you're new to the show, I pick a bonanza every week as a, a game I think is gonna be like great for fantasy. We'll kind of set some ground rules. I'm, I'm trying to. I might do it survivor pool style this year where I can only pick teams like once or twice or something. So I might have to save the Saints and the Texans, but we'll see. All right, listen. You got to listen to the Pick Six podcast. It's awesome. You can hear Dave, Jamie, and Heath on there sporadically. Will Brinson hosts it. It's really it's the best, not fantasy, but the best football podcast around. And it's more than five days a week now. There's going to be bonus episodes. Going to be a lot of episodes on the Pick Six podcast. Um, and if you want to leave us questions for our mailbag, you got to go on iTunes. You got to leave us a nice review and leave a question in there. And we'll listen. We'll uh, read a lot of them on our Saturday mailbag show. But also emails and tweets. In there as well. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. We have a lot of advertisements on today's show. So that and tomorrow. That will not be the norm. But we are jam-packed with ads because we have a great show and we have sponsors and we're very thankful for them. And they let us do our podcast. So, not, you know, we appreciate the sponsors. So we're going to give you our first ad break. But first, a little gift for you. Forgot to play this last week. You know about the Heath sigh. Uh, well, how about the Dave sigh? Uh, there what the... Uh, I made that noise? You did. You made that noise when you were imitating the Heath side last week. I don't want to know what Dave was doing. (laughs) Uh. Let's take a break here on Fantasy Football today.
5: We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
0: So some, you know, RBBC talk, splitting carries, uh, coaches coming out and saying this kind of stuff for Philadelphia and for the Chargers. No surprise there. But Dallas, Jason Garrett saying we might see a a pitch count for Ezekiel Elliott.
3: Well, he's not sure yet. He's got to see him in practice first. Okay, I guess they will, quote, make our best decision as the week
2: goes on. I've got him at 16 touches. That's not a lot.
3: Who's sitting Ezekiel Elliott?
0: Well, th- yeah, I mean that's a second. Where do you have him in your rankings, Heath? with sixteen touches,
3: twelve.
0: Jamie, Dave, are you higher on Zeke?
4: I'm just. I'm not thinking about it. I put him top five. Uh, he's like right around ten for me.
0: All right. There are there any running backs in tonight's game you would start over Ezekiel Elliott? Oh
4: no, no. Like there's only a Mike co- Davis.
0: I just had to ask, okay, because um, we're, really uh, we're gonna preview that game tomorrow. Have to ask Dexter Williams. Okay, wonderful. Um, Eddie Lacy. Uh, ha- okay, fine. Here's a question that nobody really needs answered, but I'm going to ask it Good. anyway. great. Uh, uh, I'm another, sure you're going to get a serious one. answer. Do have any friends? PPR, PPR, no. PPR, PPR Superflex. Zeke or Aaron Rodgers?
4: Uh, Rodgers. Zeke. Rodgers.
0: Okay, food for thought.
4: You don't bench quarterbacks in Superflexes.
0: Stefan Diggs has a hamstring injury. Not, he's gonna
3: play it right didn't practice on Wednesday I don't think it's
2: serious it, it, yeah I mean if he doesn't practice today then I think you have to get a little more
3: let
0: worried. me see
4: if Zimmer said anything uh if he does baiting let's say him or I had a question about Valdez scantling you know I I think you wait that one out um the, the question I got was I have I think the the guy said he has Diggs Valdez scantling and golden Tate as his three receivers that he has one and two reserves and he said do I do so I risk it with Valdez Gantling over Diggs tonight, or just end up cutting Tate and trying to find somebody off waivers? And I said you just wait it out and then cut Tate. Yeah. Yeah, I agree
2: totally. with that. If yeah, it would be a more difficult decision if that was Alan Robinson and not Valdez Gantling for me. Agreed. Yeah. If it was Alan Robinson, I might have to start Robinson.
0: Okay. I mean it,
2: I, I'd I'd rather still
3: wait it out with Diggs. I would too, but they did sign Josh Doxon. Hopefully that doesn't mean anything. Well, they signed him before this happened. We, we don't know when that happened. The hamstring injury could have happened in practice a week ago. We don't know.
0: All right, Antonio Brown wasn't happy about being fined by his team. This this could be just a really fun off-the-field story, story season for Antonio Brown and the Raiders. Nick Foles is expected to play through abdominal soreness. Uh, Brian Flores said Kenyon Drake is going to get a lot of touches in Week 1. Unfortunately, those touches are going against uh, the team that allowed the second fewest fantasy points to running backs last year, but... That game's coming up today for Kenyon Drake and the Dolphins Ravens. Um, Philadelphia made an offer from Melvin Gordon, according to Albert Breer, was not good enough to get the job done. Does that make you nervous at all if you're a Miles Sanders owner long term?
5: Uh,
2: the gap between what they offered and what the Chargers are asking for is. Um,
0: Substantial. I get it. Really, really big. It's like
2: that guy
3: in your fantasy league that makes you an offer that you know you're not going to accept.
2: Yeah, just to get the conversation going. On CBS right. Sports HQ last night I actually said the Eagles made an Nathan trade. <laughs> <laughs> also, trade, offer. Yeah. trade offer.
0: You yeah. uh yeah, you you do get the conversation started. Is that, so, but again, like they they have some interest in upgrading there. All right, whatever. We'll see. The, well,
3: it, it it's sensible to upgrade to Melvin Gordon from Jordan Howard.
0: Yeah, but not from Miles Sanders, I mean I mean, it no, is sensible. It would have sensible, been very bad for Miles Sanders. It would have, obviously. But I understand
3: why the Eagles tried to lowball the Chargers.
0: Yeah, okay. Giants passing game expected to revolve around Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram, according to Jordan Renan of ESPN. Amari Cooper practice, DK Metcalf practice. Some non skill position players here. Washington cornerback Fabian Moreau unlikely to play at Philadelphia. Tennessee offensive tackle Jack Conklin mispractice. That's a big deal because they're already going to be without Taylor Lewan. And they're facing Cleveland with a good pass rush. So we'll keep an eye on that. Giants right tackle Mike Remmers practice. They're at Dallas. Dallas, meanwhile, Zach Martin, he was limited with a back issue. We've seen reports that Martin is expected to play. Jason Verrett was limited in practice. That's San Francisco's cornerback. They're at Tampa Bay, B-word. And do you expect the following players? Robbie Anderson against Buffalo. Yes. Yep. Dante Pettis at Tampa Bay. Yes. Jordan
3: Reed at Philadelphia. Not as of now.
0: Trey Burton tonight.
3: You're not starting him even if he plays.
0: Jimmy Graham
4: tonight. Yes. He was off the injury report. Yeah.
0: Got to give a big shout out to Brian Chitwood. He made a donation to St. Jude to have me host his draft via Skype. And it turned out that uh, it didn't end up happening. But he still made the donation. (laughs) He made the donation, and that's what's important. No, I didn't bail. I promise. Uh, I was ready to rock and roll. Uh, it just never happened. It was. I was. I was excited for it. I was excited. I uh,
4: had one of the craziest nights I've ever had in my life, work-wise, that Heath can attest to. I w- I've never had an experience like this. I had to host our uh, fantasy football today tonight show from eight to nine, while helping, which I thought was only supposed to be two drafts, ended up being three drafts which then turned into four drafts while I was hosting the show um giving advice so I just decided, decided we're going to just do it on the show so uh Heath would talk thankfully Heath was great I can't remember half the things Heath said because yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to what Heath was saying and I would just come back off the last thing that Heath was saying and I was like Heath that's just an amazing point <laughs> um and uh 214 team leagues Two twelve-team leagues. It was just uh, and I, I hope they, the the people enjoy their teams and, and they have success because it was just a a, a disaster. Did yeah. you actually talk about the picks on the air? Oh yeah, you were making yeah. Them? I had uh, I had Heath help me decide. What was the quarterback one, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was uh, um, my cousin. Who, Wentz or Newton. Uh, Wentz, Newton, he, uh, or golf? Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Let's uh let's get into our head and shoulders segment for today, guys. Offense versus defense. We're going to look at teams on good offenses with, with either bad, ma- like a good offense with a bad matchup versus eh, kind of an okay offense, maybe a bad offense with a good matchup. Who would you start in this scenario as we look at our Head and Shoulders segment for Thursday? Duke Johnson at New Orleans. They allow the second fewest fantasy points to the running backs last year, but will not have Sheldon Rankins. Or Phillip Lindsey. At Oakland, who allowed the eighth most fantasy points to running backs mm-hmm. and 4.8 yards per carry to running backs, Duke Johnson or Philip Lindsay? What's the format?
3: Because I think it's pretty obvious in full PPR and even half PPR that you got to go with Duke Johnson. I've I'd got go Lindsay. Uh, what? I'd go Lindsay in both. Really? Oh,
4: yeah. I I, I, I'd go Lindsay in non-PPR. I love Lindsay this week.
3: I, I like Duke this week in PPR. I, I think, like Duke too, but I, I like I, Lindsay better. I think Duke can catch like five, six balls as the Texans are in that shootout. I think, I, I think he could have a nice start to the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're both going to share. For Duke, I don't worry quite as much about what teams have done to opposing running backs because so many of his touches are going to be different than the typical running back. You look at what they did against pass catchers last year. And they were okay about league average. They did give up 86 catches on 107 targets. Um, I think that Duke's going to be fine. Both top 20 guys. I'll take Duke and PPR, Lindsay and none.
0: New Orleans did allow 40 or more receiving yards or a receiving touchdown to a running back nine times. Which, yeah, it's not terrible, but it's, it's something there. Um, Duke Johnson himself had only two catches for seven yards against the Saints. I, I don't think Sheldon Rankins is going to really affect that. But without having him... You know, I don't know what to expect from this run defense. It was an elite run defense last year, but he's hopeful he will come back in a few weeks, but will not be ready for Week One. I, I'm not—he won't be ready for Week One, right? I know he's off pup, but, but Rankins for the Saints.
3: Uh, their first injury report comes out on Thursday afternoon. Okay. So we're not going to really know until then, but I think you're right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I read yesterday that they're expecting him back in like Week Three or Four, but it wasn't the most concrete thing. But I would not expect him, their big defensive tackle, to play. All right, so they're close in the rankings, and it's just kind of, uh, you know, you have to measure it up. Like, uh, you know, you have to measure up the, the matchups for sure, and Philip Lindsay certainly has a great matchup. Head and shoulders, great offense for your hair and defense for a flake-free scalp. Go visit headandshoulders.com slash NFL for more. We got the startometer, and we'll get into the games when we come back
5: on Fantasy Football Today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Well, if you don't remember, the start meter is a way of telling you who to start. And we do it for the games that we're going to preview sort of later in the show in case you don't have time to hang around for the entire episode with eight games on the schedule today. So let's start with Lamar Jackson at Miami, 0-10 to 10 on the startometer.
4: meter 9. 7. 12.
0: <laughs> Who would you start over Lamar Jackson?
4: The only people I would start Lamar Jackson, the only people I'd start over Lamar Jackson are Mahomes and Watson. And as much as
2: I love Lamar Jackson, I'm, I'm a little lower than that. Um, I would still start Cam over him. I would still start Jameis over him. I would still start Wentz Ooh. over him. I would still start Baker over him.
3: I'm going Watson, Mahomes. I have Wentz ahead for now. Cam and Drew Brees ahead of Lamar Jackson.
0: Okay. I'm, you know, you guys have a lot of faith in Patrick Mahomes, and that's the first game we're previewing. We'll get that in just a minute. Kenyon Drake against Baltimore. Startometer. What is a flex on the starto a meter? Uh, you know, that's like a, a five. A four? That's like a five-ish. Yeah. No, I I was gonna say six.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go three point five.
0: Two. Two okay, so get getting into that for a minute. Why are you not jazzed about Kenyon Drake? A,
2: it's a very good defense. It's a terrible matchup. Um the Ravens, if they are anything like last year's Ravens, just dominate time of possession to where the other team doesn't get to run any plays. Unfortunately, the dolphins were one of those teams that didn't run any plays last year. So this could be a situation (laughs) where the dolphins run like 50 offensive plays. And I just like it's week one. Almost everybody's healthy. Drake's a fine flex, I suppose, but I'm, I'm nervous about him this week. I think he's going to be great
4: for the year. Okay. Couldn't agree more.
0: All right, cool. Um, the Ravens, some, some running backs did well in the passing game against the Ravens, but they held James Conner, Duke Johnson, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Damian Williams, and Jalen Richard to 25 or fewer receiving yards. Uh, and only one of those seven caught a touchdown.
3: So, yeah, they've, they've had to replace at least three starters in their front seven. So I'm not convinced that they're going to be just as stiff against the run as they were last year. And I do think Kenyon Drake can catch five passes in the game and – maybe build out 40 or 50 yards from there.
0: So Duke Johnson, Philip Lindsay, who we talked about, you'd start them both over Drake? For sure. Yes,
3: not even close.
0: Jarvis Landry against Tennessee?
3: 3.5. I I think he's in that flex conversation. I'd put him at a a four.
0: Josh Jacobs against Denver? Seven? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seven. Okay, yeah, Denver was really bad against the run at the start of the year, dominant in the middle of the season, and then pretty bad again at the end of the year. I don't get it. I kind of think they're going to be good. I'm a little nervous about Jacobs, guys. You're not?
4: I think he's fine as a number two running back. Yeah, I think you're starting him. I don't think it's a situation where you get away from
3: I, I would start Montgomery ahead
4: of him. Yeah. Oh. I would start Jacobs ahead of Montgomery.
0: Antonio Brown against Denver and Chris Harris. Uh,
3: six. Chris Harris is getting off the yacht to... Um, Guard Antonio Brown?
0: Seven. Eight. Yeah, I mean, you're starting Brown, but you you wish it weren't against Chris Harris, but okay. Emmanuel Sanders in that game?
4: Six. Three. Uh, Yeah, six is good. He's what? a flex.
0: What's up with that, Heath? No love for Emmanuel Sanders?
2: I... I'm not saying no love for Emmanuel Sanders, but I don't know how much I expect them to pass against the Raiders. And I, um, I, I, I just need to see a little bit more. He's right behind Landry for me in PPR and, and non PPR. Just right in that same range. I had Landry to 3.5. Sanders is a three. Okay. Yeah, I think he's a great number two series
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm pretty interested in the Raiders secondary. They, uh, they've made a lot of additions Mm-hmm. drafted a safety. I think they signed two safeties. They drafted Cleveland Farrell with the, their first, with the fourth overall pick and yeah. uh, Gary and Conley. I'm hopeful that he can be healthy and good. So we'll
3: see. Joyner is probably going to be the, if, if Emmanuel Sanders reprises his role in the slot, he's going to see a of Marcus Joyner. He'll see a lot of them. Okay. And he, he's pretty good. Yeah. Marcus that's a new is a slot corner is very good.
0: Uh, Will Fuller at new Orleans.
4: Three, eight, uh, five. <laughs> I okay. love them. i absolutely
0: love them. All right, all right. Uh, Corey Davis at Cleveland,
3: the opposite of Will Fuller,
0: two point five. Yeah, two. Carlos Hyde at New Orleans, zero negative W. Yeah. Uh, one. Okay, might not be a very good game script. Room. Let's go to the games. Kansas City is at Jacksonville. Stat of the game number one. If you look at all the quarterbacks who have come, strolled into Jacksonville over the last two seasons. Only Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson had really good games. Ben Roethlisberger scored 24 fantasy points but didn't play very well. Um, good quarterbacks who didn't do well. Phillip Rivers, Jared Goff, Tom Brady, Andrew Luck. None of them scored more than 20 fantasy points and six point per passing touchdown leagues. Patrick Mahomes, his worst game was against the Jaguars. And it was at home last year. He had a rushing touchdown. He did not have a passing touchdown. He did throw for more than 300 yards. But tell me why I should confidently start Patrick Mahomes.
2: He threw for more than 300 yards, averaged eight yards per attempt. The defense is still not very good. They're not going to be able to just run the ball over and over again. Um, he's going to be fine. The Chiefs Patrick. Like, did, The Chiefs you defense get, is not you very good. You gave me seven quarterback names over the last two years to play at Jacksonville, and three of them did well and four of them didn't. No, false. And Patrick, okay, Wentz, Wilson, and Roethlisberger did well. Rivers, golf, Brady, and Luck did bad.
0: Correct? Uh, and one okay, of the yeah, ones yeah. that
3: did bad scored twenty. Right, which isn't good. No, it's not what you want out of Patrick
2: Mahomes.
0: Roethlisberger played poorly. He scored twenty. Roethlisberger scored twenty-four
1: fantasy points. It's true. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: good. Um, yeah, I, and and Patrick Mahomes is better than all of those quarterbacks. So, like, I I don't even consider it. There's not a, you, you could send him to Mars to play against the eighty-five Bears, and I'm starting Patrick <laughs> okay. Mahomes. The eighty-five okay. Bears are on Mars. What about the Monstars? The Monstars. Isn't
3: Mahomes one of the Monstars?
2: I think so. Uh,
0: Did anybody see Space Jam 2? Heath, is that like the second movie you saw in theaters?
2: Uh, No. The second movie I saw in theaters was the new um, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw.
0: And the first one was Uncle Luke or whatever. Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. (laughs) Yeah, I don't Uncle think Space Luke.
4: Jam 2 has been made yet. I oh, don't think yeah. Uncle Luke would oh, be Oh, it hasn't the been theaters.
0: made yet? Okay. I I don't know anything about Space Jam 2. Uh, I just know Heath's going to see it. I probably will see it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. He's great. I'm the one who gets ripped for movie taste. Unbelievable. Okay. I, I'm a good dad, Adam. I'm sorry. Kansas City. Oh, please. It's so selfish. Maybe you one go. day
2: you'll grow up and be a good
0: dad. Kansas what? City. Ah. Uh, maybe. Kansas City running backs. Go.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm starting Damian Williams as the number two running back. I believe that he will have a sizable role in the passing game. I don't think he'll have any more than 11 carries max. Kareem Hunt had a ton of carries in this matchup last year against Jacksonville, and he did pretty well. He found the end zone. I'm not worrying about LaShawn McCoy until the Chiefs give me a reason on a Sunday or Saturday or, or not Saturday but Monday uh, to, to worry about Damian Williams.
4: I, I think he'll be
3: okay, especially in PPR.
4: Flex at best. I think it's gonna be a messy situation because of not only McCoy but Darwin Thompson getting some work and this is gonna be a very good defense, so avoid the headache if you can
3: I, I I bet he were I bet I bet three of his carries
2: are between the tackles
4: and everything else is to the edges and they,
3: they try and attack those outside linebackers.
2: I, the guy that is like the opposite of Damian Williams, but I really like comparing them in terms of fantasy points this week is Latavius Murray. Um I think they might have the same number of touches. Agreed. I think they have a similar chance to score a touchdown. Um, what do you like? I like Murray better in non-PPR. I like Williams better in PPR. Williams is a top 24 back for me just barely in PPR. In non-PPR, I'm more on what Jamie said. Uh, he's, he's just a flex. He is. I like him better than Kenyon Drake. Um, as far as Dave Montgomery goes, for me, it comes down to format as to who I like better. Uh, but he he's he moves a lot in the two formats just because there's a lot of guys like Sony Michelle that jump ahead of him in non PPR that I'd rather have Williams in PPR.
0: Would you start Sammy Watkins or Damian Williams? Williams,
2: Williams, Williams.
0: Okay. Uh, by the way, last year there was only one running back who scored double-digit fantasy points in non PPR against the Jaguars with fewer than 17 carries, and that running back, of course, was Wendell Smallwood, who had. Two catches for 42 yards and a touchdown plus 24 rushing yards. So there were a number of running backs who did fine, but they all had big workloads, 17 or more carries, three uh, three guys with 22 or more carries, whatever. Um, all right, so Tyreek Hill, it's a tough matchup, but there's no way you're sitting him, right? Right, right. And then Sammy Watkins, any thoughts? Like, Could it be that, that Tyreek Hill has the bad game and Watkins is actually set up for success here? It could be, but that's not a bet I want to
2: make because it's still a tough matchup for Watkins as well. He's a low-end flex for me this week. I I like him. Um, I mean,
4: I don't really like him, actually. PPR flex. yeah. He can get you 10 or 11. Yeah, I go lower than that. I don't trust him this week at all.
0: Yeah, you know, actually, even last year, I mean, the elite wide receivers did pretty damn well against Jacksonville, except for Tyreek Hill. He had four catches for 61 yards. But back on He also back. Had,
4: he had 20 yards on the ground, too, right? If they if they do what they're saying, and he's going to shadow, Ramsey's going to shadow Tyreek Hill, then it's going to be a lot of A.J. Bouye on, on Watkins, and I still like Bouye in that matchup.
2: Yeah, I, uh-huh. I gave Will Fuller a 2.5 on the start-o-meter, and I like him more than Sammy Watkins.
0: All right, start Travis Kelsey. He had 100 yards against Jacksonville last uh, last year. Uh, to the Jaguars, obviously Leonard Fournette is a top-10 running back in both formats. You're going to start him. Any interest in Nick Foles? Two QB. Yeah. Okay. And then how like do you like DD Westbrook better than Sammy Watkins?
2: Oh yes. Not not even the same universe. Yes.
0: Do you like D.D. Westbrook better than Damian Williams in PPR? Yes.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Do you like D.D. Williams D. D. Westbrook better than Leonard Fournette in PPR? No. No. Okay. So we have established that Westbrook is a start, and we will come back to him as we compare him to some other players later I on. I like D.D.
2: Westbrook better than Antonio
0: Brown in PPR. Yeah, I I couldn't do it. (laughs) I'm
3: not going to go there, but I'll say he's better than Boyd, Galladay, Cooper, Robert Woods, Josh Gordon. Which
0: DST do you like better,
3: by the way? Jacksonville. I guess it's Jacksonville.
0: Jacksonville? Jamie, what did you say? Jacksonville. Do you start the Chiefs DST? No. No. Okay. All right. Uh, Jacksonville was like around 10th to 12th for everybody in the rankings this week. So I don't know if you want to drop them. This might be a week where you, where you have two DSTs on your team, but Seattle, Philadelphia.
2: No. Yes. Don't, don't do that week one. Just start them. Don't go. No, no, don't, don't,
0: don't lose fantasy points. Because you don't, like, this is what I'm saying. says you're going to lose fantasy? It's week
2: one. There's like a dozen players that are owned in fewer than 50% of leagues that should be owned in all leagues. Don't leave one of those guys on the waiver wire to boom so that you can start a second defense that may or may not even outscore
0: Jacksonville. So why would, then like, you all rank the Eagles way above Jacksonville, right? And I love the Eagles this week against Washington. Week one is no different than week 12. You got to win it. Win it.
4: don't, but in week 12, you can drop the Jaguars and still have the chance to get them back. You're not going to do that in week one because you're going to have everybody still competitive. So, so and carry two defenses. No, don't carry two defenses.
0: All right, all right. Let's take one more break here. When we come back, Pittsburgh, New England on Sunday night. And uh, seven more, six more
1: games after that. We'll be right back. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, TaylorBrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T A I L O R B R A N D S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. All right, here we go. Stat of the game. Oh, for... I
4: have a question for you before you continue. Oh, oh, oh,
1: boy. Okay, what?
4: How much did you cheat with your wife last night in the draft? Ooh. I'm uh, glad you said that. Yeah,
0: like, let's, worry. Well, let's work on the phrasing there a little bit. No, uh, no. my phrasing was accurate. <laughs> no, I didn't at all, actually. She was sitting there, and uh, she said, I have three players that I like here in the fourth round. Edelman, I don't remember the second guy, and Coleman. She's like, do you like them? I said, I think one, it's a little bit too early for one of them. She's like, which one? I'm like, I'm not telling you. And then oh, stop. You I know swear. You told I did not. You
3: know that he set her cue and then walked I out
0: of room. I didn't. I didn't. And uh, she she actually did a very good job. I didn't really help her at all. You know, they have a rankings thing in the draft room that you can use. So that's basically what she did. Uh, actually, it's a, a somewhat of a lie. The only thing I did was I said, I think you should take DeAndre Hopkins over, over Devontae Adams. So you helped her. If you consider that help, yes. You cheated. I, <laughs> with... My wife, not on my wife, as we know. Okay, Pittsburgh at New England. You think this is a high-scoring game? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been a little surprised that Roethlisberger and Brady in these matchups recently haven't really lit it up. Brady, last three seasons against the Steelers, 21, 17, and 15 fantasy points. Um, The Steelers, this is your stat of the game, in their last 12 games they did not allow or they allowed more than 22 fantasy points so that's like good not great only once they held Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, Tom Brady and Drew Brees to less than 20 fantasy points in 6-point per passing touchdown leagues in fact they might have a good defense this year the Steelers we shall see uh, pa- i agree yeah patriots this, though this, missing this, Patrick Chung so what are we thinking here
3: second are they yeah they're not i think he's playing through what he's oh. through this issue
2: that he's got off the field third highest over under of the week at 51 um patriots implied point total just almost as high as new orleans so vegas doesn't think that pittsburgh has a very good defense uh brady's a top 10 quarterback for me ben is not far behind him
0: okay yeah i don't know about patrick chung i just assumed he was out he's facing drug charges
3: yeah i looked into it yesterday i couldn't find anything that said that he's definitively out
0: Okay. Who do you like better, Roethlisberger if I, if or Brady? If I'm wrong,
3: someone will reach out and tell me, but
2: yeah, for now, I, I think he's playing.
0: Sorry. Who do you like better? Which QB?
4: I've got Brady. Brady. 10th. Brady. Ben, 14th.
0: So are both of them sort of borderline starts this week?
4: Yep. I would bench Ben if you could. I just don't like the setup for him as much as Brady.
3: I agree. And he's got a terrible track record at Foxborough on top of it. Bad track record in his last four games against the Patriots, and that's with Antonio Brown. Right, I so, bet they schemed Juju away from him in the red zone like uh like well like you probably believe the Patriots to do. <laughs> uh and
0: then would you start any any other Steelers wide receiver? No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. How about Vance McDonald?
3: Uh I'm okay with him. Touchdown or bust tight end this week even against Chung. He's got a huge size advantage over Chung. That's who would line up against him. Okay. Most of the time
0: uh, would you start McDonald or Ebron?
4: I believe I have McDonald right higher. Okay. uh McDonald. That's not close.
0: James Conner is a start. Jalen Samuel, start starter sit.
4: Uh, Jalen Samuel's a sit. That's why. Oh yeah. All
0: right. So look, the Steelers are easy. Ben is a borderline start, but you know you could you could there are other guys we like better. Would you start Stafford over Roethlisberger? No. No. All right. Garoppolo? No. Yes. Uh, no. So, so, Roethlisberger, you know what to do. Connor, you start. Juju, you start. McDonald's a start. And that's it. To the Patriots. Tom Brady is around 12th at quarterback. What do you think about the running backs in this game?
3: I like them. I don't love them. And I like Sony better. Obviously, non-PPR. I'm going to like him better every week.
2: I, I would go as far to pretty much call Sony a must start in non PPR unless you've got like an Eckler or something. Yeah. Um in PPR I'd rather start white than Sony, but they're both better as flex. I got Sony
3: higher in PPR. I think they'll I think they'll be okay. I do buy into the Steelers defense being better.
4: Yeah, I think Sony has a big game.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay, so how is so how does he compare to Duke Johnson, Philip Lindsay, those guys?
4: Better in non-PPR than PPR. Agreed.
0: Okay. Sony Michelle or Aaron Jones?
4: Sony for me. Sony.
0: Okay. PlayStation or... (laughs) So... Uh Oh, I know. Sony is PlayStation. I would say Xbox. Damn it. Xbox or Sony Michelle. So, James White. Do you buy into the fact that Steelers were actually very good against pass-catching running backs, including James White last year, although they did struggle against McCaffrey and Kamara... But they allowed the fourth fewest fantasy uh, fourth fewest receiving yards to running backs.
3: Yep, and they added Devin Bush to their front seven this offseason, and I think he's going to be one of those sideline to sideline Tasmanian devil type of linebackers.
0: All right. So James White had five catches for twenty five yards against the Steelers last. Like, do you feel good starting James White? No.
3: No, but if I don't have a better option in PPR, I realize that he's got potential to yeah. do something on five or six catches. Very flexible in
4: PPR.
0: Would you start a 49ers running back over James White?
4: Yes. Yes. Yep. Both or just,
0: Both are just Coleman.
4: Both in non-PPR. Yeah. And I Coleman agree. in PPR?
0: Okay. Just All right Coleman. then. And uh, we're starting Edelman. How about Josh Gordon?
4: Start him. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Anyone else? Tight end? Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. All right. Great. Wonderful. And sit the DSTs? Yeah. Sit the DSTs. Let's go to the Colts and the Chargers. Interesting game. Stat of the game. Number one. The Chargers, oh, this is the game for pass-catching running backs based on last year. The Chargers allowed the most receiving yards per game to running backs, and the Colts the sixth most. Against the Chargers, 11 running backs had 50 yards or a touchdown receiving. And against the Colts, 9 running backs had 49 or more receiving yards. So, what does that mean to you, if anything?
3: It means that I'm feeling great about starting Austin Eckler.
2: Yeah, I think I'm maybe even a little higher on Eckler than, I, than what I didn't see where you guys have him. But I've got him as a top 10 running back this week. I love
3: Ooh, him. holy
2: guacamole.
3: I've got him top 24. PPR or non?
4: Yeah, top twenty for me. PPR, uh, right around there, non PPR. So, and I think Justin Jackson's good as a flex too.
0: When you say top, tw- when you say top ten, Heath, is that only PPR? Like, what about half PPR? What about non PPR?
2: Uh, he is top ten in all three.
0: Oh, you really like Eckler? Wow. What's the projection?
2: What have you got? Um, one hundred and two yards, and a seven point seven five touchdown. Wow. That is He's
0: top ten the worthy. Quarter. For you, for you, Dave and for Dave and Jamie, would you start Josh Jacobs or Austin Eckler?
3: Eckler. I've got Jacobs a step higher in PPR.
0: Would you start Marvin Jones? Who I kind of like this week or Austin Eckler. What? I kind of
3: like Marvin Jones too. But I to, but I'd, I'd go Eckler. That's not.
0: Yeah, close. no, Eckler's too good. Okay, would you start Justin Jackson or Marvin Jones?
3: Jones. I would go Jones and PPR. I think I'd go Jackson and Non.
0: Yeah. Okay, how about Marlon Mack or Marvin so Jones?
3: So that's a running back that I'm not particularly interested in
2: starting. I will start Justin Jackson over Marlon Mack and PPR. Boom! I'd start Mack over
4: Jackson and both.
0: All right, so what are we expecting for Mack in this game? Uh, 75 yards and hope he gets in the end zone.
4: I'm totally in agreement with that.
0: Yeah, I gave that stat about the pass catching running backs and the Chargers allowing the most receiving yards per game. So you might be thinking, Naeem Hines. Well, here, and, and if you think the Chargers are going to win, here's what Naeem Hines did in seven losses last year, including the postseason. He had five or more catches in five of seven games. However, he played only, th- in those seven losses, he played only three of them with Marlon Mack actually playing. That is not including a game at Philadelphia where Mack played but didn't have a touch. So in those three losses with Marlon Mack playing, he had two, nine, and zero catches. I just don't know what to expect from from who's going to catch the passes. Is it going to be more of Mack? Is it going to be a lot of Hines? You know, I, I don't really know. You
3: you sent me down a rabbit hole when you talked about Marlon Mack and, and, and other running backs, how they are in wins and losses. You talked about it with Joe Mixon, for example. Two years in the league uh, with the Colts. In Colts wins, he's averaged over 15 carries, 4.7 yards per carry, 12 total touchdowns. It's 13 games. Uh, Losses, 13 of those games. 6.8 carries per game. 3.7 yards per carry. Two total touchdowns. And this is a Chargers run defense. They only allowed two backs to have over
4: 100 rush yards against them last year. Okay. I am am hesitant. Yeah, he's not a great start. But, again, I think he's going to be the catalyst of this offense with the quarterback change. So I'm cautiously optimistic. How I about, started over with Damian Williams, for example? I um, wouldn't be surprised if Brissett ended up being the
3: catalyst of the offense. Not to say that he's going to be good, but I I bet they lean on Brissett more than we're giving him. I bet
2: Joey form. Bosa leans on Brissett. <laughs> that's well, that's
3: gonna be a good line.
0: I mean, it's a great great offensive line and a great pass rush, and I think a very interesting game here. What's the spread, by the way? Not, I think it's a touchdown. Not enough. Really? No, I think the Colts can. Oh, compete.
3: I, I yeah, I. I bet it's high because they think people are going to load up on the Chargers. It is six and a half. It is not enough.
0: Uh, all right, uh, Chargers could
3: win by seven. I'd I'd be surprised if they won by like, yeah. You know, I think the Colts cover fourteen.
0: Oh, the Colts yeah, cover. I think I think all they right. could. Uh, T. Y. Hilton starter sit.
4: I'm not excited to Flex. start him. Flex at best. third receiver and a three receiver league.
0: How would you rank the running backs in this game? Obviously, Eckler's ahead of him. Are any other running backs ahead of T. Y. Hilton in this game?
4: What format? Any running backs in this game ahead of T.Y. Hilton?
0: Other than Eckler. So Mac Mac and Jackson basically.
4: Oh and, and non PPR for sure. hmm Both Mac of them? Sure.
0: Oh just Mac? All right. So uh, we, no,
4: yeah. in half PPR I will take
2: uh I'll take Mac over him. And in PPR TY over Mac for sure.
0: Okay. How about Emmanuel Sanders or TY Hilton? Sanders. Hilton.
3: I believe I've Sanders ranked. A
0: little bit higher. So Hilton is, what, like a number three, we said? Yep. Flex? Okay. Over to the Chargers. Starter sit, Phillip Rivers.
4: Uh, I'd start him. He's pretty good in season openers, and he's really, really good in home openers. He's been a hot starter for, like, the last five years, and I think the matchup's pretty good.
2: I've got him as a sit, I guess. I mean, he's 17th, so he's in that range of he's probably going to be good, but he doesn't make my top 12, so I'd... Start him over Matt Ryan.
3: He's in my top 12. Uh, I would also start him over Matt Ryan. I'd start him over Aaron Rodgers. I'd start him over Mitchell Trubisky. The Colts' best run-stopping defensive lineman and maybe their best pass rusher is Jabal Sheard. He ain't playing. It's it, I know there's offensive line issues at play with the Chargers. Their it's, line looks It's terrible. not as good. Right. It's not as good as we thought it would be. And I still think Phillip Rivers overcomes. And now that there's no Melvin Gordon, I think you want to talk about where the offense is going to run through. I think Phillip Rivers is going to have a pretty good year. Uh, And I think he's going to get off to a really good start against Indianapolis. He's going to have to throw a bunch.
0: And as far as Justin Jackson goes, he's just a flex? Mm
3: -hmm. He's a flex, but I do think he's got a chance to bang one in from short yardage. Again, no Jabal Shared Hurts.
0: Yeah, that's what he is. Who's a better flex, Justin Jackson or Mike Williams?
3: I prefer Jackson. Uh, I prefer Jackson, too. I think I'd prefer Williams.
0: Okay, so you, you there? we got some fringy guys in this game. Mike Williams, T.Y. Hilton, Justin Jackson. You might want to stay away from them in week one, but it's not, not the worst idea to start them if you have to. Hunter Henry should have a pretty good game. The Colts are not good against tight ends. Every basically every good tight end that faced the Colts, I will did say well. the
2: Chargers last year were awesome against tight ends. We don't know if that will be the case oh, again this year. Right. No, Derwin James, right? I, yeah, yeah. Skip, I, I skipped. I skipped over Ebron. Like Ebron. I, I dislike Ebron greatly. I
3: think yeah. I think Jacoby Percent <laughs> needs help. This is a big target. Who can help him? I don't know how the Chargers are going to defend against him. I think he could catch four passes
4: and score. He made score. I take the under on four passes. The
2: score the score is the key, because if yeah. he catches
0: four passes, it's probably
4: right, four, it's 40, yards. forty yards. Yep. Yay. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I'd stay
4: away from Ebron if you can.
0: Hawkinson or Ebron?
4: Hawkinson. Ebron. Yeah, Hawkinson easy for me. All
0: right. Well, take our last break here. When we come back, we have still have five games remaining. We'll do them a little bit faster. I wanted to spend a lot of time on some of the tougher games, and uh we'll get to
5: the other ones right after this. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: Buffalo is at the Jets, your stat of the game. Here were the quarterbacks that scored 25 or more fantasy points in six per passing touchdown leagues against the Jets last year. Bortles, Keenum, Luck, Trubisky, Mariota, Watson, Rogers, Brady. Bortles, Keenum, Trubisky, Mariota, I won't say Trubisky, but Mariota, they were all in there. And Josh Allen had a big rushing game. I think he scored 18 points against the Jets. Would you consider either quarterback in this game?
2: All those bad quarterbacks scored 25 points against the Jets and not Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean he can't. I mean, he's got much better receivers this year. You'd hope he's a better quarterback. And a better offensive line, too. And the Jets' defense, I mean, their secondaries could be really bad. I'm not
3: starting the quarterbacks. I think it could be among, like, in in the bottom half of the league in terms of uh, secondaries. But I don't think it's going to be miserable. Unless Tremaine Johnson just can't play. We don't know how healthy he'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I'm starting Josh Allen in one league, and I I, I kind of like it. Who'd just start him over? Uh, well, there's a league where I lost luck, so my choices were Allen, Trubisky, and Darnold, and he's the best one for me.
0: Ooh, over Trubisky.
4: Oh, I don't like Trubisky tonight at all. Yeah, I love Trubisky.
0: That's a, I like it. Spicy take. Dave, break the tie. Trubisky or Allen? Allen. Wee! By the way, Allen or Darnold? Darnold. I went back and forth on this, and it actually took... I like um,
3: Allen. Better. talking on FFT and like kind of talking it out. I like Alan better too. Yeah,
0: I mean the Bills with the least amount of fantasy points, the quarterbacks last year, they just they gave up a ton of rushing production and they had a good pass defense. They really did. Their defense mostly returns intact. So okay, Le'Veon Bell is obviously a start. What about? I think the tough calls in this game are going to be Robbie Anderson and Devin Singletary. So, what do you think?
2: I
4: don't want to start Devin Singletary. I don't even know if he gets double digit touches. Yeah, you can't. I agree. This is a, a discovery game. See what happens. See how it works out. Don't panic if he doesn't play well and drop him. But hopefully he does get the majority of touches there. I, I, I think, think of I, Star Trek when you say discovery game. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even like a Trekkie. Oh, like, I, You know?
0: yeah. yeah. I think
3: they
2: of the discovery land, Zone. They Enterprise and Ooh, yeah, Singletary. I, I, I think John Brown's a tougher call than yeah,
0: Singletary. Yeah, him too. So, so Brown and Robbie Anderson, then what are we doing with them?
4: Prefer Robbie. They're both flexes. I, I prefer, prefer Brown. Brown.
3: And and I agree that they're in the yeah you got a
4: banked up Robbie Anderson against Tredavious White I don't like it at all. He's beaten Tredavious White before he, though. He, he he didn't score a touchdown against him though. He had a good he game. He did against two him, but, years ago. Uh, yeah, but he was a younger player then. I mean, he's a much better corner now.
0: <laughs> I, I, I I think oh, the Dwight.
4: the calf is the bigger issue than the age. It's the whole thing.
0: Wait, he meant he meant White is was a younger player because it sounded like yeah. Oh, I thought you said yeah, Robbie yeah, Anderson was a younger player. They both young were younger like, players. They were they were. But I mean, I was younger fifteen minutes ago.
3: Uh, I'm a little concerned about Robbie's health, but ultimately I think he's good enough to start as a flex. I think they'll take some deep shots, whether he's lined up against Tredavious or uh, Levi Wallace as their other corner,
4: outside Mm -hmm. corner.
0: Rank T.Y. Hilton, Robbie Anderson, and John Brown.
4: Hilton, Brown, Anderson. Anderson, Hilton, Brown. Brown,
3: Anderson, Marriott. (laughs)
0: Wait. So why, uh, <laughs> Why J- Heath? Just to wrap it up, please, in fifteen seconds, let's go to our next game. Why, if you love John Brown so much, you know he was the most underdrafted player, whatever. Why not start him this week, or why not like him this week?
2: Um, I said he was the most underdrafted player ever, but had him ranked in the mid thirties in my wide receiver rankings, and I've got him ranked in the mid thirties this week. Okay, I just like, if
0: it's, if the Jets, if you can't be good against the Jets, why were we so I, yeah, excited about... Yeah, I don't about...
2: view the Jets as one of the matchups that... Like, we talked about it yesterday in the podcast. I think 70% of the matchups just do not matter that much on a weekly basis. They don't affect my projections, and this is not one of those that I'm certain matters.
0: All right. Tennessee is at Cleveland. Stat of the game. Noteworthy quarterbacks against Tennessee last year. Because, they, you know, they had a pretty good defense, but again, the AFC South played some crappy teams. Watson had 26 points. Wentz had 23. Rivers at 24. Prescott at 18. Brady had 10. Luck had 29. Watson at 33. Luck had 28 fantasy points, six point per passing touchdown leagues. The takeaway here is you see that that it's not a great matchup on paper for uh, Baker Mayfield, but just about every good quarterback that the Titans faced last year did well. So do you have any hesitation with Baker this week? No. Nah. No. Okay. And that's good because it's like it's frustrating that Rodgers. Mahomes and Ryan have really tough matchups this week. Um, The Tennessee running backs. We're not starting Mariota, so let's go to the Tennessee running backs. Are you starting either of these guys?
2: I don't want to. I actually, in PPR, like Deion Lewis better than Derrick Henry. I don't think this is a very good Derrick Henry game at all. The offensive line is going to be terrible. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to have to throw more than they're comfortable with, and I think that means more
4: Lewis and less Henry. It's going to be interesting to see if Neither guy does anything. And how many people cut Deion Lewis after this week? Or how many people think the sky is falling
3: on Derrick Henry because he has
4: 11 carries for 32 yards.
3: This Browns front seven is much improved, by the way. Yeah. Olivia Vernon's there. Sheldon Richardson's there. Linebackers seem good. This It's going to be tough sledding for Derrick Henry. And I'll, I'll talk about this Titans offensive coordinator until the cows come home. I do not have a lot of faith in him Breaking through the creativity barrier with Matt Lafleur's playbook as, as a first-time play
0: caller. Okay, so would you start Latavius Murray over Derrick Henry?
3: Yes, yes, yeah. Would, I'm starting almost everybody over Derrick. Would Henry. you start T.Y.
0: Hilton or Derrick Henry?
3: Hilton. Hmm.
0: I would start Hilton. I think. I would start I think,
2: Hilton. I think I would start Henry and non PPR.
0: Okay. So the only guy we want to start on Tennessee is Delaney Walker. He's top 10, right? I think he's like eighth-ish or something.
3: Safety valve. Yep.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, and, are you, is that like a Seth the Valve joke or just saying no? It's valve?
3: I'm saying Marcus Mariota stinks throwing to just about everybody else, and Delaney Walker's been his safety valve for four of the last five seasons.
0: I think the Browns are going to be easy most weeks. Start Mayfield, start Chubb, start Beckham, and then it's a matter of Landry and Njoku. I'll go to Njoku real quick, because Heath, you have him the highest. You have him ninth in non-PPR and 11th in PPR. Jamie's got Njoku 16th. Dave has him 12th in non-PPR and 14th in PPR. That was as of this morning. These rankings change a lot, so make sure you check out the rankings page. But what's what's the hope for Njoku, Heath?
2: Oh, the hope, like you get to this range of the tight end, and the hope is pretty much the same for all of them. You hope they score a touchdown. And so a lot of times what it's going to look like is the tight ends that are playing in the games where I think the most touchdowns are going to be scored are going to rank higher in my rankings. And Njoku's team is expected to score a lot of points.
0: Okay, fair enough. Everybody has Delaney Walker ranked ahead of David Njoku for what that's worth. And then Jarvis Landry, we've talked about a lot of flex options. We've talked about Derek Henry and Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton and Mike Williams is... Is Landry behind all of them? Yes. Yep. Uh, no, not not, for,
2: not in PPR for me. I'd much rather start Landry over Henry in PPR. Oh yeah, 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 I would too.
3: But he's got a tough matchup. It's going to be Logan Ryan, and they have faced off many times when they were on different teams in the AFC East. And I, I think it's I, I think the limited targets is going to hurt Landry. And I think the coverage from Logan Ryan is going to hurt Landry. I'll I'll take Landry over
2: Hilton in PPR too.
0: Heath, do you still have the Browns DST sixteenth?
2: I don't know.
0: Okay, that's what I had. And Dave and Jamie have the Browns DST top ten. So, yeah, they, uh,
4: they probably need to be a little they probably need to be twelfth. They might have five sacks. Miles Garrett may have five sacks by himself. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna destroy this team. Yeah, I've got him twelfth.
0: All right, we got three games left. Let's go to Denver at Oakland. Stat of the game. There were eleven running backs with fourteen or more carries against Oakland last year. Ten of them scored double digit fantasy points in non PPR. 10 out of 11 with 14 or more carries had double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR. That is really big. Do you think Philip Lindsay or Royce Freeman will get 14 carries? Will they get double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR?
4: I think Lindsay does uh, well even in 14 carries. I don't with, trust this Oakland defense. With ball. two or three catches on top of it. Yeah, him. especially with uh, with Theoretic not being...
2: I I have Lindsay pro- projected for exactly 14 carries Woo! and 12 non-PPR Woo! fantasy points.
3: All right. and
2: I feel like that might be a
3: little bit too close to his ceiling, but I'm still comfortable starting him as a number two. And even though Theoretic's not going to play, Devontae Booker is going to play, and he's going to take some work. But I, I think the matchup is better suited for um, speed at, in the backfield rather than size. And that's if if, if Scangarello is going to use his noggin, he'll lean on Philip Lindsay
0: quite a bit. All right, sit the quarterbacks in this game, obviously, and uh, Lindsay or Josh Jacobs. Who do you like better, Lindsay? I believe uh, I
2: have Jacobs ranked higher.
0: Yeah, I got Jacobs higher. Yeah, Jamie really like Lindsay this week. Yeah. Do you like Royce Freeman?
4: Uh, not a bad flex option in deeper leagues, though. Who's a better, better. flex?
0: Uh, sorry, Freeman or Justin Jackson?
4: Jackson. Jay Jack. Uh yeah.
0: Okay. How many wide receivers are we starting in this game?
2: Maybe zero.
3: Two. Brown and Sanders. Yep. Sanders in the flex. Brown, you're gonna start. Uh Tyrell Williams is a long shot. Sutton is a long shot. Deshaun is an even longer long shot. So two sounds about right. But you're starting one
2: tight end in this game. Are you? Oh, yeah. No offense? I don't know if I want to trust a rookie.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Dave's talking about Darren Waller. Really? He's a starter for you?
3: He's a low-end starter for me. Okay. Uh, if, if you picked him up in your streaming tight end or if you just don't have a tight end that you really like, go with Darren Waller. I My hunch is that they're going to line up their free safety on him because he's tall. He's almost as tall as Waller, but he allowed like an 80% catch rate last year. And if they don't use him, then it's going to be somebody slower or somebody shorter. And I could see him getting some end zone targets. I think he's worth taking a shot on ahead of David Njoku, ahead of Jimmy Graham, ahead of TJ Hawkinson, ahead of Greg Olson, ahead of Austin Hooper.
4: Hooper, I'm with you on everything except Olson and um, Hawkinson. I think those guys have a higher ceiling. And I'll give you one more. I like better than Waller. Will Disley. I think it's a great situation for him in Seattle.
0: All right. This week. Cool. Um, Denver's DST is top 10. Fifth for Heath. So you can start them. I, I don't want to shortchange Josh Jacobs because he was drafted as a, a lot of teams' number one running back. Oh, he back. should be started. Yeah. I, I just want to do a few more names with Josh Jacobs. Let's do some wide receivers versus Jacobs. Would you start Jacobs or Cooper Cup? Cup. Cup. I'm
3: cup. over the moon for Cup this week.
0: All right. Jacobs. My Cup
3: runneth over.
0: <laughs> or, or Sterling Shepard or Josh Jacobs?
3: Jacobs. Jacobs. Even in PPR.
0: Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs? Jacobs. That's not close. Okay. Houston is at New Orleans. Oh, we got a lot of stats of the game here. No running back rush for more than 75 yards against the Saints last year. It's not going to happen. They allowed under
3: 1,000 on the season. Wow. Yeah, they're the only team.
0: Wow. And also, yeah, again, no Sheldon Rankins. Um, Houston's defense, like I said, they faced Jacksonville and Tennessee twice. The Jets, the Bills, the Redskins, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, who weren't very good on offense last year. The Dolphins, the Browns, and Denver. So I don't know how good their defense really is and doesn't have one of their best players. So Breeze is going to have a huge game. Kamara is a start. Latavius Murray, it seems like we like him enough, right?
2: Good flex. The highest of flexes. Capital F flex.
0: Is he better than Will Fuller?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh no. Latavius. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, Latavius.
4: Um they're very similar. I think Fuller probably has the higher ceiling. Latavius, I think, easily has the higher floor. Um it's just I think what, what you think you may need this week if you have to decide between both. I would probably lean toward Murray just given what the touches would be for him. So I'm guessing, and this is a purely a guess,
3: that Marshawn Lattimore will shade DeAndre Hopkins. That's the expectation. Which means it's Eli Apple against Will Fuller. Adam, your thoughts on that?
0: <laughs> I think he did better with the Saints than he did with the Giants, but I, I, think, I think he's beatable for sure.
3: I agree. Yeah. I agree with everything that you're saying.
0: Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I love the game script for Will Fuller. I, re, I really do. I just, yep. it's a good defense. I'm starting. Look, I drafted him <laughs> in so many leagues. That oh, you should start him, him. if you yeah.
4: have him. I mean, he, he's nobody drafted him to be a top 24 receiver or your, your second guy. So I, I think, you know, if you play in a three-receiver league and you want to try and really win your week, he's a, he's a great option for you.
0: I know I asked you this earlier, but I don't remember the answer. In terms of running backs, do you like Duke Johnson or Latavius Murray better?
4: Duke. Duke.
3: Duke. It's going to be real close in non-PPR.
0: All right. This is uh, hopefully a high-scoring game, so get some guys in the, in your lineup. Jared Cook... Uh, is someone I think he should have a very good game. Houston allowed the third most fantasy points to tight ends. They were really bad. Basically, every good tight end that faced Houston had either 50 yards or a touchdown or both, except for er- Evan Ingram, who got hurt, and then Red Ellison caught a touchdown. So, and David Njoku was bad, but Cook could be good. If you play this, if you have a DFS slate that includes this game, Cook could be a good one there. I don't know his price. Um, anything else? I mean, is QT going to play?
3: Uh, if he doesn't, I think that could be nice for Kenny Stills. How about I like think a that, sink- could, that could push Stills onto the field a little sooner. If
0: I'm in like a deep league and I want to take a flyer, Ted Ginn, Traquan Smith.
3: No, you can find better flyers than that.
0: But Breeze is going to throw five touchdowns. I don't think he is. I kind think, I think he is. I you're you're thinking look.
2: six, Heath? <laughs> yeah, I I think I think I've got him projected for two and a half. He can get to three.
3: Three is possible. Michael Thomas will get one. Alvin Camaro will get one.
0: One more game, guys. Baltimore at Miami. We this one is interesting. all,
4: sit all. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, we talked extensively about Kenyon Drake, and we don't love him. The matchup's tough. So, Lamar Jackson, third for Jamie, sixth for Dave, eighth for Heath. Mark Ingram we haven't talked about. How much confidence do you have in him? Start him. You didn't answer my question. How much confidence do you have in Mark Ingram?
2: Eight. Must start. Like, top conf- twelve running. Confidential meter. hmm
0: We want to wait and see with the Ravens wide receivers.
4: Yeah. You I'm- should play do do uh four DFS lineups and play all four of their top guys. Do you really <laughs> need
3: one on Chris Moore?
4: I yeah. I I um I will have a lot
2: of Lamar Jackson lineups this weekend. And I will have a couple with Chris Moore, maybe one with Billy Sneed, some Ma- Mark Andrews, a Hayden Hurst. Miles
3: Boykin. No Marquise more. Brown?
0: Marquise the m- Brown. The
3: more I think about Justice this Dolphins Hill. defense, the more I think about Marquise Brown going to town. Because I they going don't have Hollywood. anybody in the secondary that can run with him. And there's no one that's going to put too much pressure on Jackson. Jackson, would he almost has to run into a
4: defender to get sacked in this game.
3: <laughs> like Pressure comes from one Adam, side, you know so he shifts to the other, and
4: then somebody comes around and they say, that's how we get sacked. Their their top pass rusher, you know who? How many sacks he has in his career? Do you know who it is?
0: I don't. I don't know either. Four sacks.
4: Uh, you're you're uh, one high. It's uh, Charles Harris, and he has three sacks in two seasons. Oh, I geez. love that stat. That's a beauty.
0: Yeah, this is a really bad defense. Mark Andrews is he a top well, ten guy for you guys? No, he's top yes.
4: fifteen.
3: Okay. I'm curious to see how much playing time he gets and whether the
2: Ravens were just messing with us during the preseason. It's going to be super frustrating when Nick Boyle and uh, Hayden Hurst both catch touchdown passes. I, <laughs>
3: I'm I'm willing to grant the Dolphins this. I think their secondary is okay. Sammy Howard is good. Mika Fitzpatrick is really good. That's it, though. Does Howard shadow Boykin? Do they even do that?
4: No. No. I'll keep him on one side.
3: I'm not sure Boykin will start. He might not start, but he'll play for sure. Yeah, he'll He's just got to hold on to the stupid football
0: so Hollywood where's Rashad Jones
2: I don't know is he with the team yeah, he's still good I guess
0: yeah he's still good right
3: <laughs> yeah they, they
0: haven't traded and him then yet? they've got
3: McClain at, they moved Mc, McCain alright so
0: let's wrap it up here Ravens all right, all right, all right. Ravens' defense is top two if you were going to take a flyer on one wide receiver in this game on either team who would it be
3: Albert Wilson yeah Wilson and PPR
4: Hollywood and not
0: cool hey thanks for listening everybody I hope this was helpful
4: Starters. got the, there's one guy, though, for the Dolphins you should start. <laughs> what are his initials? It's, it's in a punter's league. His name is Matt Hack. Got to go back. <laughs> All
0: right, that's J.B. Eisenberg. I slammed it down that time. He's that coming. That a mic drop. Dave Richard. We're coming back tomorrow to recap the Thursday night game and preview of the NFC Home Games. na 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 na